Hello and welcome to this new life program coming to you from Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mahangi. Pastor Prosinanga will be talking about pre-reading during the Bible segment. Before that, he'll be having Savim Teshi talk about viral gastroenteritis during the heart segment. We also have great tunes that will be coming our way. To start off, here's Modern Choir with the song, Maisha Yetu. Yeah. 
wabatize wabati mengi tuwalete wenye dhambi wote kwake na tuwabatize wabati mengi Yesu alituagiza kwamba tuendele kote tuwalete wenye dhambi wote kwake na tuwabatize I'm glad that you're still keeping me company. Here's today's health segment by Msavim Teshi. Welcome. Hello listener, welcome to our program Health Nuggets. I am your presenter Musavi Muteshi. Today we will look at viral gastroenteritis. Viruses are small packets of genetic material contained within a capsule made of protein and sometimes fats. They are extremely small, too small to even be seen through a microscope. Viruses attack and infect all types of organisms from animals and plants to bacteria. They attack humans of every age, race, and background all around the world. When a virus attacks a living organism, the infected organism generates significant inflammation as it triggers its immune response in an attempt to destroy the virus. If the organism is unable to destroy the virus, that virus takes command of the infected cell's functions, using them to generate new virus particles. These new viruses then either kill the cell that formed them as they leave, trigger non-cancerous disease in the infected cell, or cause the infected cell to become transformed into cancer. I have talked about virus infections in the past when we discussed influenza, an infection of the nose, throat, and lungs, and HIV/AIDS, a life-threatening viral infection that destroys our immune system. Today, I want to talk about yet another viral infection one that attacks our stomach and our entire intestinal tract. The infection's scientific name is viral gastroenteritis, but most people know it as the stomach flu. Worldwide, every year, about one person in a hundred suffers stomach flu. Spread of the stomach flu virus is either through contact with an infected person or by eating food and water that is contaminated with the virus. Raw and undercooked meat and seafood, especially shellfish such as oysters, can infect you. You can also become infected if you share eating utensils, towels, or food with someone who is infected. Sadly, many times you become infected because someone who prepared your food did not wash their hands after using the toilet. Symptoms of stomach flu range from mild to severe. They appear within one to three days after infection, and they usually last just a day or two although they can occasionally last as long as 10 days. As the virus attacks your stomach, 
you will develop a nausea with or without vomiting and a low-grade fever. Infection of the intestines causes abdominal cramps, pain and watery diarrhea. The diarrhea does not contain blood. Bloody diarrhea would mean you have a different and more severe infection. Stomach flu is not a serious illness for most people. The immune system of a healthy person can destroy the virus and people almost always recover completely without any long-term problems. It is a serious illness, however, for people who have an immature or a damaged immune system and also for those unfortunate people who are unable to drink enough fluids to replace what they lose through vomiting and diarrhea. Infants, young children and those disabled and elderly who are unable to care for themselves are at greatest risk. These groups of people develop a more serious illness with more vomiting and diarrhea. They can suffer a loss of fluids that become so severe that it is life-threatening and that requires them to be hospitalized to replace fluids through the veins. Antibiotics are not effective in fighting virus infections and other medicines can upset your stomach even more. So avoid taking antibiotics and other medicines unless a physician specifically recommends them. The most important goal of treatment is to prevent severe loss of bodily fluids. It should begin at home. If you are a healthy adult who has developed stomach flu, let your stomach rest while your body fights the virus. Stop eating solid foods and avoid dairy products, caffeine, alcohol and nicotine until you feel better. Instead of eating solid foods, try sucking on ice chips or taking small sips of water or clear broths. Drink plenty of liquid every day, but take small, frequent sips. A liquid called oral rehydration solution may be available where you live. It comes in bottles available at pharmacies without a prescription. It is a good source of fluids as well as essential salts and minerals. As your symptoms improve, gradually begin to eat bland, easy-to-digest foods such as soda crackers, toast, and bananas, but stop eating if your nausea returns. Also, get plenty of rest. As compared to healthy adults, infants and children can become dangerously ill very rapidly. Watch for signs of dehydration your sick infant or child by comparing how much they drink and urinate with how much is normal for them. You should take them to a doctor if they begin to show signs of dehydration or if they become unusually sleepy or unresponsive. Also, spitting up may be an everyday occurrence for your baby, but vomiting is not. See a doctor right away if your baby develops vomiting that lasts more than several hours or if they develop severe diarrhea. Other signs that your baby is in danger are that they become very irritable, complain of a lot of pain, or if they develop bloody stools. Because there is no effective medicine to treat viral gastroenteritis, once you have the infection, prevention is key. In addition to avoiding food and water that may be contaminated, especially after using the toilet, you must wash your hands frequently. Use warm water and soap and rub your hands vigorously for at least 20 seconds. Then rinse thoroughly and dry your hands using a clean towel. Avoid sharing eating utensils, glasses, and plates with anyone else. If possible, avoid close contact with anyone who has the virus. Finally, get vaccinated.
the vaccine against gastroenteritis is now available in some countries and it appears to be effective in preventing the most severe symptoms of this infection. Health Nuggets is written by Dr. Richard Uckel, a medical doctor working in the United States. The medical views expressed in this program are his and may differ for your particular health needs. If you need medical advice, please consult a medical professional in your area. Thank you once again for listening. For those who just joined us, this is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mangi. Do not forget to send us a views, comments, or questions about the program by writing to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276-00100, Nairobi, Kenya, or email us through Nairobi at ek.adventist.org. Like I promised, here's a song, Njoni Tumwabudu, by Modern Choir. Oh
Onekana popote tena Asamehe ya nabi Na kutuhe kushabili ya mauti Tusalama kwa ke Hakuna kita kacho tutenga na ye It is now time to get a spiritual nourishment from Pastor Prosin Nanga. Be blessed. Hello listeners. In our previous series, we learned about coming soon. And we learned that the second coming of Jesus Christ with all the holy angels will be a glorious event witnessed by every person on the earth. Are you ready to meet Jesus Christ for he is coming soon? Today's lesson is about the pre-wedding party. In the following sessions, we will be learning about the seven blessings of God's pre-wedding party. What a privilege to partake of the blessings of God's pre-wedding party. Revelation chapter 1 verse 3 tells me, Blessed is he who reads aloud the words of the prophecy, and blessed are those who hear and keep what is written therein, for the time is near. This is a blessing with a condition. The first blessing of the seven blessings of God's pre-wedding party, a blessing with a condition. To those who read 
hear and also keep. Hearing is more than just listening. It is to grasp the meaning to the extent of having sufficient light to act. This blessing with its responsibility for a corresponding action. When we hear, we realize the spiritual truth of Jesus' word. Paul heard and understood, while his friends only heard the sound of the voice, but they could not even understand what was being said. They only heard the voice, but they could not comprehend, not even to discern the one who revealed the message. We must pray for the gift of hearing, so that we may hear the voice of Jesus Christ as he talks to us. Thorough knowing is also thorough examination. It will give full hearing. The blessing consists of hearing and keeping. That is not only hearing, but keeping and doing. And doing is not only enough to remember what we hear or even teach others, but we must systematically and persistently practice the word of truth in our physical program of life. Paul does not condemn hearers in Romans chapter 2 verses 13. But it is wrong, the wrongness lies in only hearing and going no further in applying the words of life. Much listening about the word of God is not sufficient for salvation. There must be a complete transformation of life by the power of the Holy Spirit, which energizes the believer into being doers and keepers of the word. Are you ready to hear the word of God? Genuine desire to find out the facts is not enough. We must do something about it. The heart must be motivated by the perfect law before you can do everything because you must live meekly with God. The law is the mirror of truth and it never flatters. When it shows you that you are a liar, surely you are. The mirror evaluates your motives, your actions, and each and everything. The test of sincerity is response of man to the challenge. The hearers could only choose to surrender to God. Therefore, every day, a penitent confession of the helplessness above, then he can do or keep his word. Keep doing requires strength, wrestling, and against the rulers of the darkness. It requires withstanding, and this is the only anchor to the great Christian hope. To have given the foolish virgins sufficient oil, it would mean that the wise one would remain helpless and therefore not be able to enter into the wedding party. The latter were not selfish. The wise virgins were not selfish, but the character is not to be transferred. They could not give their only oil. One Christian cannot do for another that which he must do for himself. In preparation for the crisis that lies ahead of us, this is the time to fix our characters before the end and the close of probation. To be prepared to endure unto the end until the wedding party. You are all welcome to attend the wedding party. This is the time to fix our characters. If at all we must attend the pre-wedding party of God. What a privilege to be invited by God himself to attend his wedding party. In our next session, we'll learn about the blessed dead.
hope that you've been blessed just like I was. Unfortunately, we have come to the end of our program for today. Feel free to give your views, comments, or questions about the show by writing to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276-00100, Nairobi, Kenya. Or email us through awrnairobi at ek.adventist.org. Have a blessed and a fruitful day as you continue to listen to other shows. Be sure to join us tomorrow. I've been a host, friend, and presenter, Samuel Mangi. Oh, and remember, stay safe, stay blessed.
tuwabadize kwa maji mengi tuwalete wenye dhambi wote kwake na tuwabadize kwa maji mengi Yesu alitubagiza kwamba tuendele kote tuwalete wenye dhambi wote kwake na tuwabadize